Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years and got together to start a podcast to help other commissioners out there. What we do here is go over our listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, um, go over some of our own ideas that have become very popular, lots of stuff. We answer tons of emails. Email us, commissionpod at gmail.com. You want to look for something in a previous episode, commissionpod.com. That's also also where you can subscribe to our Substack newsletter. We, uh, we send you a newsletter uh, talking about stuff every Friday, I believe. We've, we've done it every Friday so far, anyway. Uh, the last couple Friday. have gone over interesting, cool league ideas. Right, Ryan? Yeah. Friday feels like a good day. Yeah, it feels like a good day. This uh, this podcast drops every other Tuesday, and you get there's a newsletter every Friday. Uh, it's a good way to to you know add a little commissioner stuff to your your daily or your weekly uh, enjoyment or whatever. Paid subscribers, we got some stuff coming up for them though. The ones that are paid, first off, we give away an SFB spot every single week. But we, we, we're in some talks with some people for some other things potentially going forward for uh, some, some promotion. So that's uh, you, you might want to be in that list. Um, I think we might have uh, eventually have uh, newsletters just for the paid side as well. But uh, for now, all the newsletters are free, and uh, we'll, we'll have some more stuff coming on the paid side. Uh, of course, SFB spots and more uh, coming soon, Ryan, right? <laughs> That is right. I feel, like I, did, I feel like I did a lot of talking there. Oh, man. That's okay. The, the people are here for you. Yes. Well, uh, I'm just going to talk more now, I guess, because we're going to do – this will be a, a question episode. Um, we're going to start with some questions. Quick question, y'all. What's a good way to decide draft order for a startup dynasty league? I know I can just randomize the snake draft, but what kinds of good ideas have y'all come up with? Or heard from other listeners or league mates over the years. Thanks for all your hard work, Nate. Uh, Nate, I can tell you, you're probably a little bit new to the show. Um, it's missed a couple episodes lately. It is also positive possible that Nate wrote this email right before episode 61 dropped. Um, I, I don't have a date on this. It, it was within the last two weeks that this email came in. But uh, episode 57, 59, and 61 all had uh, conversation on this. And one of those episodes, I'm, I'm struggling to remember which one, but one of them had a bunch of ideas that we cultivated from Twitter. Go back and listen to those. Um, you can go commishpod.com and look up those episodes. You can type draft order in the search, and it will it will bring you right to those episodes. So take a listen to those um, and you'll get your information, Nate. And thank you for tuning in to uh, commission impossible. Um, glad to have a, a listener there. <laughs> glad to have all our listeners, Ryan. Yeah. Nate needs to go find the ideas that uh, the folks from Twitter submitted because we got that question and we, we didn't have a good idea. We, we, we kind of struck out, but the listeners came through big time on that one. There were some very cool uh, methods to uh, to come up with draft order, especially if it's a um, a friends group that's all in person, like lots of different competitions, some cool stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, let's go back and listen for those for sure. Yes, definitely do that. Ryan, 
There's there's a Matthew from Mid Michigan that needs needs to ask you something probably or us let's, something. Let's 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 do it. Matthew from Mid Michigan. I don't know. I don't know what that even means, but all right. Is that a, is that a term that they use in Michigan? I I don't know. I guess I guess so. it it must be it must be a term. I, I like it though. I thought you would know. I just thought everything. Well, Michigan's Michigan's like two, like two, like there's two, they're separated, right? Like there's an upper Michigan and a lower, like is mid Michigan in the lake. (laughs) Maybe they're, they're on a little Island in the lake. Yeah. That might might be okay. All right. Uh, Matthew says, thank you again for the SFBX invite represented the commission impossible listeners. Well, winning my division last season. Awesome. Oh, wow. Nice. See if you get back in Matthew. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for feedback for issues or suggestions for this new league format. Mm, I like it. All right. So we've gotten a lot of new league ideas lately. We have. We them. have. Uh, this isn't yeah, even supposed to be a new league idea show, but I guess we're going there. It's it's that time of year. It's perfect. It is. I love uh, it. All right. Matthew says escalator league rules. Teams will start one player in week one. One starting position will be added each week of the regular season championship game teams will be starting tw- uh 16 players i thought it's okay so this is this players. is not unlike david glidden's uh roster builder league from a few and it's not unlike the uh the delayed delayed dynasty rookie edition that that i had mentioned before but that in that you start with rookies each year this uh sounds more redraft but it's similar to dave dave glidden's from a couple weeks ago Let's let's keep reading. I I I do really like this idea though. These ideas. yeah, it reminded me of of David's idea as well. Uh, order of starting position starting in week one. Oh, so you have to you're constrained to it. I like it. Okay, so you've got you've got to start with a wide receiver. So the order is um, wide receiver, wide receiver. Basically, take care of all the pass catchers first, then running back, quarterback. Move over to the super flex, super flex. Mm. Um, and then rounds out with some flex positions. You'll end up with 16 players if you make the championship game. Um, every year, starters will rotate one spot to the right. Order okay. of starting position in 2022, um, again, would be the pass catchers. But eventually, you would start with running backs or quarterbacks as they... Bas- yeah, basically, the week one starter in 2021 goes to the back of the line for 2022. Yeah. He says, I think this format will completely mix up ADP in a dynasty startup and most importantly, Definitely. will make each year like like playing a new league. Thanks so that, that's where it's different than the Roster Builder League is you actually draft a startup, but the starting lineup is the thing that changes. You're not like in the Roster Builder or the, the in the Roster Builder one you're you're picking a player each week and you're adding like you have a one you draft a player each week like and your roster builds and so does the starting lineup with it it sounds like in this you're drafting a dynasty startup and this is your starting lineup each week for week one it's wide receiver week two it's wide receiver wide receiver week three it's wide receiver wide receiver tight end so that that's interesting that's really interesting yeah i i, I do feel like it um, I feel like it fits better as a redraft league. Actually. I do too. Basically, do too. every player you're drafting, you will have to start. 
the, the entire season. There, there is no yep. bench in this yep. league by the yeah. end of the season. 16 players, 16 weeks. Right. By the end of the season, you're starting everyone. In fact, well, every week you're starting everyone. So there's, well, there's no room for take. The, the startup could be 30 players you're, and you're only starting one in week one. Know what I mean? Like, like it could be a 30 player draft, a 30 player startup. And then week okay. one, the only player you start is Stefan Diggs. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I guess I was thinking of it as a draft each week almost. Yeah, no, that's the roster builder one. This one based on his last sentence there is that it mix that it would mix up ADP in a dynasty startup. My, my assumption is that you draft like a dynasty startup but you only start one player what week one. You start two players week two. Okay. Uh, that makes more sense mm-hmm. why Matthew would do it in the dynasty format then. Um, if that's, yeah, I, if that's I, the setting. I, I, yeah, why not? Sure. It's also why. Like <laughs> there's okay. both why and why not to the question, the why of it. Um, Cause it's fun, I guess. Um, I do think it works well as a as a redraft. In fact, I think I, I think you were right in the first place. Honestly, I feel like this works better as a redraft, in my opinion. Um, but like because it's so centered on those early week and like week one, week two, week three, week four, week five matchups, which is a very redraft centric thing. Um, and, and you're not concerned about the full rod. This is like. You can't even uh, like uh, progressive struggle in this format because half the weeks are such low starting lineups that even a progressive struggle team has probably has five or six good play, like can do well for five or six weeks. You know? Well, and think about it too. It's a it's a super flex league, so I mean I know when I'm building super flex teams, I'm taking quarterbacks early and often. Yeah, you take two quarterbacks in the first two rounds. And you can't use them until halfway through the season. Yeah, that, um, that was that was I, I was I love that you went there because that was my exact thought too. I thought to myself, the QB is way late on this, and it's probably done specifically so that either you won't load up on QBs um, because because of that, or you do it at your own detriment or whatever. I think one change I would make is again, he's got the order here for the potential 2021 uh, starting lineup each week. So first week is just one wide receiver. You had another wide receiver, you had a tight end, another wide receiver, another tight end, another wide receiver. So basically the first uh, six weeks, you've got all tight ends and, and wide outs before you move to running backs. I think I would just mix that up a little bit more. I could see going like one of each position the first four weeks. Right. And then if you wanted to group them or continue to alternate them in, in, in whatever form, but to go heavy on, on those pass catchers, I don't know. I might, I might change that. I, I think it is something people can, you know, d- debate what to do on their own. And those first few weeks would be pretty interesting. Almost, almost like not not even DFS. Like 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 to a much smaller degree, you're rooting for one person or two players. You know that makes an interesting rooting interest those first couple of weeks. Um, but I'm with you. I probably would have evened out like evened out 
the order, you know, um, yeah. a, a bit more if I, if I, if I were to do something like this, but I do get it. It would really, <laughs> really mess things up. Um, and I love that. I love anything that creates uh, some draft chaos. Um, I like it, man. I like the escalator league, Matthew from mid Michigan. All right. Jeremy says, I'm starting a dynasty league from the ground floor, listening to setting your settings pod. I like the Superflex idea. My question is, if you allow a Superflex, do you prefer four-point or six-point passing touchdowns? Also, my current auction redraft league is four-point pass, one QB, 12-team PPR, and people already hoard quarterbacks. How do you alleviate this with a Superflex league? Well, if it's the same guys, they're still going to hoard. They're just going to hoard more (laughs) if if you're going to Superflex. Um. I guess one way would be to lower the roster limit, which we don't love, but I mean, that's one way. Another way is positional limits on the QB, which I'm Ryan and I are almost always against positional limits. I, um, uh, and, and as for the four point and six point passing touchdown thing, um, I actually, it, it does like, it does nothing for me. It just does nothing for me. Really. I mean, you don't think it matters much? Not a whole lot. I mean, yeah. One quarterback like Patrick Mahomes can throw 50 touchdowns and, um, Dak Prescott can throw 34 touchdowns and that's a total of 16 touchdowns difference, which is 32 points over 16 weeks. Like that's a right. one point per game advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. a 16 touchdown difference. Like it's, it's, it's really not a big deal to me. Four points to six points. Um, I, I don't, I don't let it affect me. And honestly, I don't feel like the tiers change much unless you have a guy that historically is just a, a really big yards guy and not a lot of touchdowns or something or vice versa. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. Actually. I don't, I don't see a huge difference there. If you're trying to basically uh, almost devalue the quarterback position in the super flex league to to avoid hoarding, then that's one way to do it. Go to four points per you know passing. The other thing is to add um, some some penalty scoring in there as far as uh, interceptions. Scott, I know you're a big proponent mm-hmm. of that. If you get if you get pretty tough on interceptions. That's that's going to change things as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can make the argument that you know a quarterback that throws thirty touchdowns is getting sixty more points, and if you like, valued against other positions. But I just don't love value, valuing quarterbacks against other positions a whole lot. I just I value them within their own position more. So um, I, I say just go with your preference if it's four or six. But yeah, uh, what Ryan said as well. Um, how do you alleviate that with the super flex league, the hoarding? You can't really like, yeah. like I, I just, I don't, I don't know how I don't, I don't really think that there's a good answer there, honestly, because that's what people do in super flex leagues. All right. Next question is from AJ from Buffalo. Hello, Scott and Ryan in our dynasty league, we had a bounty system. I like it already. Where points were awarded okay, to teams. Shot <laughs> Greg, Greg, <laughs> Greg Williams. The Viking fan in me is upset right now, but let's keep reading. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. I, I messed with the sheet for a second. Screwed yeah, you up. Messing things up in the background here. Okay. In our dynasty, dynasty league, we had a bounty system where points were awarded to teams for certain weekly results. The most wide receiver points, winning with a zero, um, beating a team that had the highest scoring player, most points from a rookie. Okay. So like props, basically weekly props. We awarded a small portion of the pot to the team at the end of the season with the most of these bounty points. After listening to a few of your pods describing the board game type league and the pirate league, I had an epiphany. Get rid of our old bounty system consisting of no strategy whatsoever that awarded precious pot money to the luckiest uh, person in the league and replace it with a new system. We would use the same type of points, but turn them into currency for purchased different to purchase different rewards. Mm, I'm really liking this so far. For example, more fab money ability to choose your opponent's flex. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Change a team's name. I like that. Move up in the third or fourth round of rookie drafts. Each reward would have a different price depending on what we determined was more valuable or impactful. I had some items on the menu outlining pirating a player or modifying your scoring for for the week in a small way, but that got shot down by the league. So with that in mind, do you have any other ideas or suggestions for items we might be able to add to our menu that could be fun and or add to the strategy of this idea? Appreciate you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you, AJ. Uh, okay, I, I feel like he's close to something here. I really so, like this. So it depends on how integrated you want this system to be with your league <clears throat> and how okay your league mates are with it. Because you can do things as small as three-point home field advantage for your playoff games, right? So you, you start off with a three-point. Like you could, I suppose that could be something you could purchase. <clears throat> or you could go as hardcore as purchase a buy in the playoffs you know what i mean oh my gosh. I, I just love the I, I love the idea of purchasing yes like um, upgrades you know i mean we see that in video games and stuff like I, that i that like you the can... move yeah I, I like the upgrades um i i do like the move up in the third or fourth of the r- rookie draft that was something like right away my brain went to you know improving your draft position with buying with purchasing um I don't know how easy certain things are and hard certain things are depending on your host. Like to be able to flip your opponent to like the worst scoring team of the week or something or flip someone else's opponent to make them get a loss or something might, might be a little, a little too difficult there. But uh, I I like the simple things like getting, getting a three point home field advantage in a game or choosing your opponent's flex or, um, how about an added roster spot? You get a bonus roster spot. Bonus, yeah, bonus roster spot. That's a, that's a, a yeah, you can do that. You could uh, get a bonus flex for a week. Um, you could have, you could pay to have, you could pay to pick, pick one of your players to have their points doubled for a week or pick to have one of your play, one of your opponent's players halved for a week. Like, like you, you pay ten dollars or ten bounty points or whatever to have uh, Russell Wilson, your opponent's Russell Wilson, score half what he actually does. Oh, um, yeah, or it, it does remind me a little bit, and I can't even remember who runs this. I John Bosch's super power league. Is, it, yeah, is that yeah. what you're thinking of? Sure. I, I, 
I forgot that was Bosch. I should have known that. I think one of Bosch's superpowers in that is freezing your opponent's points. Like if they like if one of their players is going off, you can freeze that opponent in its tracks at exactly the points that he has. Um oh my I should I should look through John Bosch's superpower league because that might be a lot of good ideas for this, right? Like uh Yeah. The those yeah. are yeah, those are some. Those are some of we're we're live on air, so it, it's a little difficult for me to shoot John a message and and get that quick enough. Maybe I'll do it and I'll edit it in. We'll see. Um, thanks, AJ from Buffalo. Uh, yeah, I think going, that's one that. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, I think no, that's one going. where where the uh, the listeners could help us out again. I mentioned that earlier in the show. That's another one where other people might have better ideas. Uh, and and more ideas as they're yeah. listening to this one. Email us commishpod at gmail.com or you can tag us in tweets. You know where I, as I was reading that originally, I thought he was going a different direction. I th- I was thinking he was going to say like basically playing bingo. Mm, sure, sure. You know. Do, do yeah, you uh you achieve certain certain things that, like you each get a bingo card at the start of the year. And uh, you achieve certain things to mark off your bingo card. Um, We created a new league here, right? Dynasty Dynasty bingo. (laughs) If you have full wide, if your wide receiver is the highest scoring wide receiver in the league this week, you check off this. If your quarterback Uh, doesn't check off this, you could you could think of writing it down. (laughs) You could write. You could think of twenty five different things pretty pretty easily. with uh with uh fantasy football bingo i'm actually writing this down because i'm going to try to think of 25 different things and see how feasible it would be this reminds me actually this isn't super dissimilar from the (laughs) idea i have ryan about the uh ff expo so okay i'm gonna have to tell you that off air all right yes i'm interested in that yes yes but thank you for the email aj from buffalo we did get an email in from Chris from Rogers, Minnesota, uh, mentioning you remember when there was a, a league that was trading 2022 picks and 2023 picks, but they were contracting, etc. They didn't know how to deal with them. Basically, we said those just become the last picks in those rounds. Uh, yeah. Chris mentioned that the the owners who traded for those probably wouldn't be happy getting picks 19 and pick 20. In, in the round instead of, you know, potentially a mid, a mid pick because they could have been projecting based on the team they traded with. My response to that is, and he said, sorry, I have no ideas how to resolve that. My response to that is I feel like even if I didn't say it, I mentally thought that, you know, you know, thought about things like that. And, and the truth is it's an imperfect situation. There's not going to be a perfect solution. Yep. And something has to give. And if the something that has to give is that you made a a trade in 2020 trying to project how a team was going to finish (laughs) in the 2022 or 2023 season, that's a good spot to, you know, (laughs) to say, you know what, (laughs) this is one of those things that just has to give because we don't know that you could have possibly been good at projecting 
you know, two plus seasons, like mm-hmm. two full seasons plus like two and a half seasons out or whatever, how a team was going to finish. So um, I agree with you that there's something there that like maybe a team traded with a really bad team and thought this might be a high pick in three years, but something's got to give in this situation because there's no perfect solution. And this is, that's just going to have to be one of them. <laughs> right, Ryan, or, or maybe you have a different thought. No, no, I totally agree. I mean, you can, stuff like that, you can only take it so far, really. Yeah, you're not going to find a perfect solution for that. So, you know, that's, yeah, we we understand that that's a possibility, but, you know, something had to give. So that had to give. All right, Ryan, do you want to read this next one? From Ben from Wisconsin, it looks like. Yes. As soon as I stop moving the page on you. Maybe. <laughs> yes, there it is. Hey, guys, listen to the episode about building a roster week by week. It spiked my interest, and I started running it by a few league mates. We thought of a possible few adjustments to deal with injuries. Uh, okay, so was this one of David's this, ideas? This, I think, was the roster builder one. Yeah, okay. Where, where you build a player each – you draft one player each week – and he's trying to. It sounds like Ben's going to try to help us figure out how to deal with if your week if your week one player is Christian McCaffrey, you know, from right? Last year. Yeah, that that was or the Saquon. question we had. Uh, all right, Ben says uh, number one, week one instead of drafting only one player, you draft three to four. You still only start one in that week. The lowest gets the lowest gets total. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> The lowest score gets the yeah. The lowest total pick. that week gets draft pick one. Yeah. In week two, the added player to the starting lineup can be selected from any of your reserve players, or the one, uh, the new one drafted in week two. Once a player's in your lineup, you cannot remove them from the starting lineup unless they are out, an injury, suspended, etc. Um, things such as poor play, tough matchup, bye weeks are not included. Only players from your reserves can be used as replacements. No waivers. So basically giving you a bench yeah. is, is what's so, happening here. Yep. And this is very similar. And I, I must not have mentioned it on the show um, of the delayed dynasty rookie edition where you draft four, five, six, whatever it, it was originally scheduled to be an auction. You draft like five, six rookies or whatever, but you're only starting three year one, you know, like, so um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. You have a small bench and it increases, yeah, so it sounds like you basically have a three-man bench throughout, and you can make replacements from that reserve um, only for injuries. Okay, I like yeah, it. I, I like that idea, too. Yep. That that helps a little. Uh, second idea for the same league. Um, let's see. Another idea someone had is to keep the original rules. The adjustment mm-hmm. would be if a player's out, you get to draft someone after everyone else has drafted the week uh, so you can replace your player. However, once a player which was in your lineup is removed. They can never be started again. You'll be forced to decide if a player available in the weekly draft is more valuable than your current player who may only miss one or two weeks. Uh, so yeah, that would be that, that Christian McCaffrey decision. If he's, if he's coming back at some point, do you take the zero or do you replace him? So I do like this one a lot less um, just because you can start putting yourself too far, like really far behind the eight ball on this one, especially if it's total points, it's not as bad. Cause, um, 
because you can make it up in later weeks, you know, with more starters, etc. But I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I, I feel like we've we talked similar to this, just just in that section about injuries. That, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think you would, ha- I don't think you would have to do both of these ideas. Um, I think they're both kind of trying to solve the same problem. Um, I like the first one. This one, I like the first one as well. So the the first one requires some real strategy and thinking, I guess, on on what you want to do, but it also requires you to, you know, you, you're potentially taking zeros and falling behind. I, I guess that's part of the strategy, though. I also I also feel like I remember us talking about it's more commish work having to swap out players like after the draft as well. Like you're adding commish work to it too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we did talk about the the ability to swap out an injured guy after the fact after the draft was done, and it, it's it's more commission work. But I mean, they most people doing stuff like this probably commission three four leagues. It's not like you know like sometimes I feel like sometimes we we think of things at a level that we both commission <laughs> a ton of leagues. So we're like, how can we reduce some of this commission work? And, and that's not always necessary. Like this is probably a normal amount of, this is a normal amount of commission work for someone who does, you know, three, four leagues. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't love that second option myself, but it's interesting. You know, it's a way to do it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's strategy. You know, if I do, I do think it's interesting that you can never start them again, which means you, you're going to take a zero on guys like Christian McCaffrey, you know, where it's or Austin Eckler or whatever, when he got it, like players that get injured and you think there's a chance they're coming back, you might take that zero. So yeah. um, I do like things that cause tough decisions. So that does do that. So there, there are some positives to that one. Ryan, I need to stop talking so much. Well, I didn't want to say it, but I can, I can feel it. I can feel what I've talked to. Like I have opinions (laughs) today or something. Um, (laughs) um, This one, I was going to wait on a little bit. I, there was a reason and I can't remember why. Uh, Well, this guy, yeah, this guy, this guy, this guy's apparently for you. So let's do this one as our last one for the show. All right. Is this uh, Daniel from Iowa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, Ryan, Daniel from Iowa here. He is not interested in Scott's opinion at all. So I like this one. <laughs> Scott not talking at all. <laughs> you've, zip, you've zipped your lip over there. You're in timeout. <laughs> I spoke with you yesterday briefly through DM uh, about quite possibly the last feasible league idea ever, but wanted to get this email to you guys as well. Oh yes. I remember this one. It was interesting. Um, so this was the, basically the DM I got with a, an, another new league idea, Scott, it is that time of year. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called the all time fantasy or maybe hall of fame fantasy. Uh, I always wonder what it would, would have been like to play in a fantasy league with Dan Marino as my quarterback. I think this, it, this would be how. Leagues run similar to others, free agency, trades, whatever settings make it fun for you. 12-team Superflex is preferred. A draft runs like it's a snake or auction. Uh, in this league, though, you get to choose from every player since the NFL merger. Full game stats for players 
uh, in NFL history. Each week, you'll have a starting roster, and for every player on that roster, for each corresponding week, a random year from within their career will be chosen. For example, if you draft Barry Sanders and Jerry Rice, week one, you would end, you could end up with Barry Sanders' 1993 week one stats, or Jerry Rice's 1987 week one stats. This process repeats for every player in your starting lineup. Games missed for each player during their career will be removed from the pool of available randomized selections. Uh, so it goes through the entire season. Playoffs is normal. Champions crowned is normal. This format could require you to select a percentage or a number of active players as well, which would make it more realistic and maybe more logical. Uh, haven't thought it out in full detail um, how far to take this. Uh, rather it be every, Every other draft pick is an active player. Every third is an active player, etc. cetera. Um, talked with some friends about it years ago. They told me it wasn't something that could be done, so I completely forgot about it. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So he uh, definitely very excited and interested in, in that idea. We know how it is when uh, when you come up with a new league idea. Scott, what do you think of this one? Oh, you, I'm going to talk, talk now. So, uh, the, the part about using that player's stats from a certain year, um, would be difficult to do. Here's, this is, this is going to shock this dude, right? Um, there no is way. a site called what if sports where you okay. can do just this. You draft a team of stars through – I'm going to read right off their site. Draft a team of stars from throughout football history. Any player from any season, you draft that. That's how you draft. Um, and, and you can do this with friends. You can, like, have a full league of friends, and you draft – you all draft um, from, you know, different different players. From, like, you want to draft 98 Moss? You draft 98 Moss. I don't know, however, though. What I don't know, I know that it simulates seasons and it's like fantasy, it's simu- but it's simulation. I don't know if it simulates it off the actual stats they had in those weeks or games or if it's like some kind of computer algorithm. However, I feel like what this guy wants to do, like does he does he know what – you know, Jerry Rice did week seven of 1996. You know what I mean? Like, he probably doesn't know that stat. So does he really care that it's a simulation or not the exact stat? You know what I mean? Like, if he just wants to play with 98 Moss or, like, 96 Owens or, you know, like like 99 Marshall Falk or something, if that's who he wants to play with, I feel like what if sports um, is an option, Right. Like it's simulated, but it's, it's a, it's still like a fantasy league, but it's, it's simulated stats, I believe. Yeah. That seems like it could fit for sure. Um, I mean, my answer would be my same answer to a lot of these unique league ideas is just that it seems like a lot of work for the commission, but this one is even more exaggerated when it comes to that. I mean, I, I guess if you're good with this kind of thing, maybe you could scrape those stats from pro football reference. But other than that, you're talking about a lot of clicking and, and entering into a Google doc or something like that. 
Um, I, I love the idea because yeah, of course you want to use Marino and Barry Sanders and Jerry Rice. Um, that's, that's cool to think about, especially if we're doing that in the off season when, you know, maybe you feel like not, not much else is going on in, in some cases in some parts of the parts of the off season, but yeah, just, just a lot of work. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's a ton of work. So I feel like if that, what if sports.com thing is, is, an option for you to, to get that kind of fix. There you go. Are those like um, paid? Like, do you pay to play or it doesn't seem like it, honestly. Oh, wow. I've heard of that, that site for sure, but I, I don't think I've ever really checked it out. Oh, it does look, cause I, it looks like try, have a try four games of the trial of a trial season for free. So, um, and you can set and you draft 20 players from any season dating back to 1941. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's it literally says, how about a backfield of Peyton and Sanders like to air it out? How about Brady and Moss and rice at wide receiver? You know, like uh, they have, you do a 16 game season followed by a four. Yeah. You have a four game preseason and a 16 game season. Um, do you have to, do you have to draft like third stringers for the preseason? I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but uh, it sounds like maybe this is probably what's up this guy's alley. Um, yeah, that, at least worth checking out. Yeah, me. it's yeah. The, what he's describing does sound fun. It just sounds like a absolute ton of work. But if it is your, we'll go right back to the last thing. If it's your only league, okay. You know, if you want to put in that kind of work every week, and it's and it's your fun hobby, sure. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah so anyway thank you for the email dan from iowa uh sounds like you and ryan had a fun conversation and that's gonna that's gonna be it for this show uh commissionpod.com you can subscribe to our newsletter there you can search for old episodes there as well you can follow give us a five-star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on we're on the iHeartRadio app we're on you know we're on uh like we should be on everything. If we're not on something, let us know, but iTunes, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. Um, follow me on Twitter, Scott fish, 24, follow that guy rubbing his forehead. Cause he's just tired. He's yep. done for the day. <laughs> Ryan MC 23 on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.